Alrighty, so this is uh, number episode two of um, the quest to find the perfect podcast. Uh, we finally figured out a name for it, so that's pretty cool. Uh, so introductions because we didn't do them last time. I'm Casey, uh, currently on the mic. Um, uh, my name's Eli. Louise isn't here; he's sleeping because he has to go to work. So no, uh, no crazy, crazy takes today. Mm, this is Joey. Uh, Grayson's going to be joining us shortly. He is in the bathroom. So, cool. So, today's topic, um, last time we talked, we had a nice discussion about uh, transhumanism. As we know, transhumanism is taking uh, outside things and putting them in your body to make your body, like, better, i.e. cyborgs. Um, So, yeah, today's topic is going to be let me pull up my notes here human trafficking a little bit wow. different a little bit different from the first podcast where we talked about transhumanism but yeah we have a couple different points here which we'll go into to start off before we begin this is all quote-unquote speculation so we're, we're gonna give you guys some information and you guys can make up your own theories and you know, take take it what you will, but you know we're we're just gonna be talking and and spitting some stuff, and you guys can you know, like I said, take what you want from it. Uh, so f- the first uh, p- point that I have on our uh, list here is Jeff Epstein, big 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 daddy Jeff, pouring out for a dead homie. He, uh, if you don't know anything about Jeffrey Epstein, he was a big human trafficker guy who. We 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 watched a documentary on Netflix about it, and we we like to call him the pyramid pimp, or an, another term for it would be like tri- trickle down pimponomics. So it's it's the head pimp giving uh, another pimp like the ability to pimp other people, who also hires other pimps to make a pimptacular circle of pimps. We really don't know how far it goes, to be honest. There's a lot. There's a lot of uh, different different uh, aspects that can be talked about with this human trafficking ring. As we know, human trap humans are trafficked every day, in especially in America. But anyways, uh, does anybody want to talk a little bit about like Jeff Epstein? All right. So for those of you who might not be completely informed on the situation, or haven't really been paying attention, or just aren't really into the news like I am. Uh, about a year ago, something like that, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, someone who had been put on trial a couple times for, uh, sex trafficking and sexual abuse, uh, was found dead in his cell, uh, from apparent suicide, but we'll, uh, we'll talk about that more later. The train of thought has completely derailed. It's off the station. To be honest, it probably never left. But anyway, so for those of you who might not uh, be fully aware of what we're talking about, uh, if you watch the documentary on Netflix or do your own research, you'll find that uh, Epstein was connected to a lot of that stuff. Uh, And one of his more famous ways of doing so was uh, basically a pyramid scheme of pimping. So what he would do is he would hire girls to uh, do explicit acts and pay them to bring their friends. 
And when their friends did stuff, they would get extra money. So, so on and so forth, the pyramid would continue, and God knows how many people he might have trapped with that. But, again, coincidentally, he was, uh, he was killed before trial. And uh, I think you'll notice that that's a trend when we're talking about stuff in this podcast. A lot of people dying before they get to uh, confess their crimes. Like Eli was saying, like a lot of these people that are get their names put out and kind of like in the news, they end up mysteriously dying of themselves, I guess. That's what suicide is. But with there's a lot of famous people connected to this. That's why we'll get into kind of the Prince, like Albert... Or Albert Andrew. Uh, we'll also get a little bit into the Clinton connection, which also has its own little tangents and tidbits as well. But on Jeffrey Epstein, uh, we call him the Pyramid Pimp because of the way he did things. I don't know. The question I pose to the group is, do you think any of these people that he brought in, like any of these girls, should also stand trial for their actions and the fact that they brought people into the group? Because in the documentary, they said that they feel like they did nothing wrong despite knowing what they were bringing people into and around i mean there is the fact that they could feel like they were pressured into it but do you feel like they should be tried as well because they knowingly brought people in and like profited off what they did yeah i i personally i think they should be indicted in some way shape or form you know even if it's not like as much jail time as you know big daddy jeff was supposed to get but they should face some, you know, heavy repercussions because if so, if someone, right, I know in the documentary they said that they went to the police and the police didn't do anything or they tried to do something or someone got whacked or other things like that and uh, or they got paid off by somebody in power or things like that, right? But if you go to someone's house and they offer you, you know, however much Big Daddy Jeff, I think it was like 250 bucks. Uh, a person to to bring to their house and you said yeah i think you should entirely like i don't care what your moral compass said to say yeah if you said yeah the second you say yeah you're already you're already in deep shit unless you're like an undercover cop and you're doing it to get this guy which none of those girls were um somehow your moral compass has to realize yeah i'm i'm taking these girls to get touched like that's like that's fucked like you gotta really realize, like you 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 have to be some type of you know I don't want to say psychopath, but you know probably somewhere in that sociopath something some some type of path you know um, they're just they're just gonna be you just gotta have that mindset to yeah it's not it's not bad it's just business you know it's not business it's bad it's real bad. So on a much smaller scale, if you're just walking down the street and you're aiding somebody in, say, robbing a convenience store just by driving the getaway car, you're an accomplice to the crime. So if you're bringing in more people to allow the pyramid pimp to be said pyramid pimp, I feel like you're more of an accomplice to that crime. Like, you might be getting pressured into it, but the law holds no, like, bias or prejudice. At least it's supposed to not to. So... And especially when people are knowingly making what of two hundred and fifty dollars for each person that they bring in, I feel like I don't think they should be getting as much as Big Daddy Jeff would have for actually doing the touching. But I feel like there's something that should be done. So to throw a little bit of a different opinion uh, at you guys, uh, I feel like while what you're saying is true, 
that someone who is an accomplice to a crime, especially a knowing accomplice, should be tried. Uh, it's a difficult situation when we're talking about underage girls, you know, some of them in their very young teens, who are not able to make those judgment calls with the best mindset, uh, especially because of the trauma that they'd be going through. Uh, I don't care who you are. I don't really think any single one of those girls wanted to be there. And I feel like a lot of them probably did what they did in order to make things easier on themselves. And I think it needs to be taken in a case-by-case standpoint. So someone who brought in one person, obviously, I feel like should not be tried or done. Someone who is either an adult or an older teen who is recruiting lots of people, yeah, I think that definitely needs to be dealt with. But again, we're really not going to know unless we get a full picture because... Uh, Epstein's dead, whether we like it or not, and a lot of his victims probably will never come forward. Yeah, well, we know we know from at least from the documentary that there was a handful that were big pieces in the trial trial, but you know he didn't really he died, so you can't really say much about what he was going to do. But he all those those pieces that were there uh, that fought against him. Uh, did come through forward and so did a whole bunch of other girls but you know that's that's only them that's not the whole extent of like how far this could possibly go Jeffrey Epstein's just you know the tip of the iceberg you know where there's so it's like it's like the Titanic you know they only saw the top part right when the whole iceberg was you know ginormous and there's this big old thing happening that you can't even see um and that's kind of some of the things that we're going to be getting into today um I don't know, you guys want to talk about, uh, you guys want to talk about Gislaine? I don't know how you say it. I, it looks like Gislaine. It's G-H-I-S-L-A-N-E. If you're, if you're telling me that's not Gislaine and you're telling me it's pronounced some other way, then, then by all means, but I'm calling her Gislaine. So I just got a question for something that I'm not too educated on. Is pimp a gender neutral term? Like is pimp or is there like a second word, like for a female pimp? Like a pimp is like there's like a, <laughs> I'm just like general question. No, pimp is a gender neutral term, uh, as far as I know. But to talk about Gislaine or just I don't even know how you say it. Uh, she was recently arrested, and the snaps to that, snaps to that because and she, there are rumors that she is being moved around a lot to kind of prevent some of the same. Uh, occurrences that were going on with a lot of other people that have tried to come and speak on like the, the horrible crimes that they've all committed and they're saying that there are a lot of links and that they're like the reason they're moving around and making sure she doesn't like try to like kill herself is because these powerful unknown people are trying to get to her like they did to Jeffrey Epstein and so even uh, we found out like right before that she's getting paper clothes so she doesn't try to like kill herself with the clothes that she's given and the fact that they're moving will kill herself quote unquote and that they're like beefing up security and constantly moving her from cell to cell and from like basically prison to prison so no one can really get a big hit on kind of like we saw with El, like El Trapo as they were moving him around a lot because they didn't want him to escape but like what do you guys think will happen to her as we go on do you think she'll survive the whole time and kind of like live to tell her story 
I mean, she did plead not guilty. So, like, to her trying to get out of it, like, do you think she'll get out of it? Or do you think she'll not even be able to, like, get that far? She was denied bail uh, for the one part. So I think a lot of people already think that she, you know, did it. She was also denied bail because she could have easily paid for it because she has millions upon millions, like, in her reserve for whatever reason because we don't even know what the hell she did aside from being Jeff Epstein's, like, top pimp priority, you know. Some even say, I was reading, that people think that she was actually the mastermind behind it, not Jeff. Uh, Jeff was just under her and, you know, Gislaine was coming through and, you know, trying to train him to do it. So he takes the fall. But I think she's going to get whacked beforehand. Her trial is in this next summer. Summer of 2021. Can you fucking believe that shit? That is insane. That's a whole, that's a whole like year from now, right? Well, it could be early summer. It could be late summer. But still, you have this, you know, this high profile woman who got all of these girls to come to Jeff Epstein's island and, uh, you know, do all these nasty things with Jeff Epstein and, you know, his uh, associates that, you know, may or may not ever be named except for like a couple that we have from like flight records and other shit. You know, there, it, could, it could go so much deeper, and she could be the key to doing it. You know, you have to wait a whole year. And by by that time, the news is going to be out of it. They're going to be like, oh, we're done with we're done with Gislaine. Let's move on to the next, you know, shitty story. It It's it's crazy, you know. Uh, she's probably going to get whacked before, <laughs> before her trial comes. But if, if her trial does come and she's still alive, she's going to get prisoned big time for life, beyond life, like, mega uber life (laughs) uh yeah the problem with her being such a high profile case and as deep as these roots may go we may not ever really know uh it it really depends on that factor on how far she makes it into trial if she makes it to trial and what is revealed by the trial so if these connections Uh, that she has which we think can be traced up to the high political level both in the United States and in other countries especially uh, Denmark and England Uh, but if these connections are not as deep as we think then I definitely think there is a possibility she will make it to trial she will be able to give us a few names but probably not reveal everything And I don't think that we should expect a lot other than maybe a few names. But one name leads to another and leads to another. And hopefully we can start to get a better picture of just what's going on. So when talking about the probability of Ghislaine actually surviving. So when Jeffrey Epstein was quote unquote found as a suicide victim. He was found, quote-unquote, in his cell, hanging. He was looking to have have hanged himself. But in the Netflix documentary, it was shown that there was three fractures in his mandible that could not have been found by just a regular suicide by hanging. So my question is, who do you guys think killed? Do you think, who do you think the connections are with? What's your big conspiracy? Who do you think was involved? Well, they say, like, the big conspiracy or, like, the most well-known one would be the Clintons because there was multiple connections, including the flight log that showed that Bill Clinton had been there numerous times on Little St. James. And 
that a lot of people that have spoken out against the cleanse before have been whacked and taken out. So I believe that once Ghislaine comes out and kind of like talks about what she experienced during her time, I think it's going to be all roads lead to the Clintons, and if not them, someone that's closely connected to them. Because we've seen it time and time again that it seems like people around them, they don't necessarily have the best like supporting cast around them at times because we've seen with like Anthony Weiner and like his wife, we've seen them all do kind of crazy things with underage girls. And the fact that they're like two big confidants of what the, the Clintons are trying to do kind of just showcases like what their morals are. So I believe that it was definitely the Clintons and basically their conspirators that took uh, Jeff Epstein out. I'm not entirely sure who could have been, uh, the one to, you know, quote-unquote pull the trigger on Epstein. There's a lot of different, like, factors that, that go into it because there's a lot of different people that were involved with Epstein. You know, it could have been, it could have easily been the, the Clintons. It could have easily been, you know, the Trump administration. Not, like, like currently, but, like, you know, it could have been him and his subordinates being like, oh, I don't really want my name being in this, so we're going to whack him. You know who's uh, who's one of those? Not Bradley Cooper. It was um, Ben Affleck. Yeah, you know it could have been Ben Affleck. He's millions and millions of dollars. So you know, <laughs> you, you never, you never, you can never ever know who it's actually going to be unless someone comes forward and says it. Because um, there was apparently no evidence of like fingerprint evidence or anything like that, which makes no sense because unless they. Unless they broke his uh, broke his neck before they killed him, uh, hung him, you know, someone you could someone should could have heard screaming, could have heard anything, or maybe somebody suffocated him before they hanged him. You don't really know, and you know we're probably never gonna know unless you know Gislin got the deets, Prince Andrew a little bit. Well, he's he's connected with uh, Jeff Epstein. I don't know if you guys know a whole lot about. Uh, you know, Prince Andrew over here, but uh, he he was a uh, one of his confidants and one of his homies, and uh, he was found to be involved with uh, underage girls and stuff, uh, or kids, you know, in general. So he ended up like locking himself away in a castle somewhere in like Ireland or England or something like that, and you know, it's nothing not one hundred percent proven, but it's there's a lot of evidence leading uh, a trail, a lot of evidence of a trail leading to Prince Andrew, and you know we as the United States can't do anything in another country without that other country's consent, and they're never gonna give us consent because he's part of the royal family, and that's bad on them, you know. So they don't want to go in all that, and you know you also have Harvey Weinstein, which uh, I think in the documentary also said that he was you know one of the people who was big on like big friends with with big jeff you know and he yeah we all know what he did and that's you know it's shitty as it is but he you know he did it to a lot of famous people uh who's to say he did it also with you know underage girls and girls who are you know in this trafficking ring because you know since he was friends with big jeff he could have easily gone to his island uh, was it Little St. James? Yeah, he could have easily gone to that island and met up with Big Jeff and did all that 
crazy shit. With talking about, you know, positions in power, the whole, like, overarching type deal with these with these different groups of people all involved with, you know, sex trafficking, potentially involved in sex trafficking and are involved, comes to one of my next points, uh, Pizzagate. Uh, if anybody doesn't know about Pizzagate, it was a conspiracy theory about a pizza place called Comet Pizza, and I think it was like D.C. or something like that. This dude who is apparently on like the top 60 most powerful people in D.C. or whatever owns a pizza place. There's a lot of weird art depicting like like lewd acts with big figures and smaller figures that are, you know, humanoid looking, uh, and it looks like they're just having sex with kids, basically, you know, it's pretty weird, and a lot of people would say, we're saying, like, oh, you know, it's, it's just, you know, weird art, well, apparently one of those people who did the art was a sex offender, (laughs) um, which was ironic, and, you know, the guy put that art in his pizza shop, which is, which is really, you know, weird and sketchy, right? Apparently, in the Clinton emails, uh, there's a lot of referencing towards pizza, and there's one that was called, like, almond, almond almond sauce or walnut sauce. Like, what the hell is that? So, the owner of the pizza place, Comet Pizza, um, he was voted, like, in the top 60 most powerful people in Washington, and a lot of people could not know why. Uh, They kind of based off the assumption that because the, uh, they had posted multiple times on like their Instagram of pi- pictures with President Obama and his family, as along with the Clintons and his and their family, as as well as a bunch of other uh, leading politicians. And so they were saying like, why are all these big politicians hanging out at this this random pizza shop? And as they went into kind of like a deeper dive, they did find the artwork, and they kind of went more into the the owner's personal like Instagram where they saw like weird pictures that kind of depicted kind of what Casey was saying of the the same kind of like big figures taking advantage of smaller figures that were humanoid and kind of just drew the assumption of this dude is not into the right stuff. So like giving the Clintons and the Obamas the benefit of the doubt saying like they just didn't know what was going to go on. Like we can do that. But at the same time, like these people get vetted by the secret service and like, you, like they want to just send the president and like top ranking officials to go hang out with like random people in at random places. They had to do their research and make sure that it's safe. And because you don't want to get tied to someone who is obviously like a sexual, like a, a sex offender. Like you don't want that's bad PR and like bad, like everything for your campaign and reelection. So they obviously had to do some background and say he was like, okay. But the, the more that they dug into it, the more that they, they said that this, some of this stuff just doesn't add up. Like, we were watching that documentary, the which is like a three-hour documentary called Fall of the Cabal. You can find it on uh, YouTube. Um, it was a decent watch. It's kind of far-fetched at some points, but this is kind of where we got the idea to talk about Pizzagate. Um, where they kind of do do that deep dive into the owner and kind of the, like the political connections with him. Um, but basically they were saying that in this pizza shop that they were... It was basically like a hub where they would send and like receive uh underage kids for this elite pedophile ring that they were doing which is kind of like hard to believe because they say that they did an investigation into it and they couldn't find some of the things that people were coming out forward and saying 
but it's just up to you guys. Like the question is posed, like, do you think that you can just trust all of what the government says in these situations when it's so closely tied to top officials, which is kind of like what we've seen even with like the Trump presidency is, is like, so he'll say one thing, other people say another. And it's kind of like, well, do you believe what they're saying? Because they're, he's like the highest ranking official. He's the president of the freaking United States. So it's like, like, does it go as far back as that as well of, should we believe what this, uh, investigation said, if it does involve some of these high powers that could potentially influence and coerce the investigation to go its way. So personally, I, I've never really been big on conspiracy theories and things like this. Uh, but after watching that documentary and seeing all the weird coincidences that make up Pizzagate and all the weird connections between the owner and why he's so powerful and why all these high-profile politicians come here, why he displays such strange artwork, uh, why he posts such weird things to his Instagram, uh, not only of the artwork that we mentioned, but also himself in lewd acts, uh, barely covering himself with a slice of pizza, doing honestly just strange things that you wouldn't really expect a reputable business owner to post, uh, especially one who caters to that high caliber. So... It brings up a lot of questions as to what could really be going on there. Uh, however, I encourage people to do their own research and take a look at it. That uh, that mini documentary, again, is called The Fall of the Cabal. Uh, and for those of you who aren't familiar, the Cabal is like another name for the Illuminati. And like Grayson was saying, it, it does get a little far-fetched at times. But, you know, the majority of it does have some interesting points, whether or not you choose to end up believing it. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of that in the in that documentary, it's uh, it can be pretty far fetched. Like, um, what was the one about uh, JFK Jr. coming back um, in the twenty for the twenty twenty election? I thought that was kind of out there. There's a lot of connections. There's a big like one of the biggest segments on that is about the uh, child sex rings and like sex rings and trafficking and all that other stuff and different different symbols that uh you know are supposed to relate to like sex trafficking and all of that type of stuff tons of different companies that are supposedly involved in this one of those companies being Wayfair uh if you don't know recently in the news there was a uh, weird the 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 peep the heads of Wayfair are saying it was a glitch in the system saying <laughs> saying that the like the prices on what it was like some basic ass like cabinets and pillows yeah and and artwork it was being sold for tens of thousands of dollars and you think like oh I can get a cabinet at IKEA for you know maybe like a grand if it's like a really nice one but most of the time you probably see You'll probably see like what, uh, what would you say, upwards of five hundred? Would you say like as a normal like cabinet size yeah. cabinet for like, like a kitchen cabinet? No, I'm talking like a like a dresser, like a dresser like this tall. Like an armoire, like well, like a big ass thing to like, like put like a TV and like a hundred and fifty bucks, I would say. All right, there we go. That's even that's even worse. Uh, <laughs> so you're seeing all these like mega overpriced 
items on Wayfair. And and you're looking at it and you're like, wow, this is this is really weird. Like, why is why is this like that? Yeah. So oddly enough, I mean, it's gonna kind of, it kind of take some of the sting out of it if you don't if you believe in it. But uh, the first place I saw this was oddly enough on TikTok of all places because TikTok is like a, a weird place altogether. But they were saying that with these overpriced cabinets that they had weird brand names connected to them, like brand names nobody has heard of. So people were doing some research into these brand names, and they coincidentally matched up with some like underage kids and just people in general that had gone missing. And so they were saying that potentially that with the, the name would match up to the person, and then when you bought the cabinet or whatever, they would send you that person inside of the cabinet as a way of like sex trafficking all over like the United States and the world because Wayfair does ship all over. So they were saying that with that, because they also did more digging into some other sites that they saw it on like Amazon. They saw it on a lot of like resale and like wholesale places that they were just absurdly overpriced things with like weird brand names and that like the more they did the research that they just kept coming up with more names of missing kids. But one of the things that I think kind of breaks it is like there's a lot of people with the same names out there. Like you can match up a lot of things uh, to a lot of like missing people if you just want to if you want to go there that's the main thing that i kind of makes me skeptical of the whole thing is that if you if it's called like like the alex collection like you can easily tie that to like i'm sure there's a bunch of missing people with the name alex that you can clearly tie that to so i that's what makes me skeptical about the whole thing um but beyond that it's just a weird like coincidence that they said obviously was a glitch in the system but the fact that it showed up so much kind of and like the fact that they kind of took a little bit of time to come out and dispel the rumors and then the fact that it was kind of once they did come out like everything was wiped you can't even like pull up old uh, pictures of it you can't find anything like that anywhere on the site that it was scrubbed so quickly i was reading uh, an article when I, when I was doing research for this this podcast episode of uh the people who like one of the first people who discovered this thing because they were looking for a cabinet for their garage and they were like, wow, why are these so expensive? And they posted it on Instagram in a live stream. Well, that live stream has since been deleted from by Instagram. And then other people started making live, like Instagram live videos and posting Instagram stories and have all since been deleted by Instagram. People posted it on Twitter and I think Facebook as well. Why are all these videos getting taken down by the, the company Facebook? when you know it it could just be you know a glitch and i i think it gets people talking you know like why why are these big companies taking down yeah you don't want to spread false information because false information's you know not what you want but uh it gets people talking and i think i think having those big companies take these things down kind of leads into like maybe is um uh, what's his name um lizard man uh, yeah, is Mark Zuckerberg, you know, part of this, like, part of this ring? Like, what, what do you, what do we... But yeah, they were taking it down with the mark of false information, which we have seen a lot of in recent times that they uh, just took it down without really any reason besides that. Because when they say, hey, it's false information, uh, they did... The big thing I saw online was that they did no research themselves, so how do you even know that it's false? Because there was no investigation into that, and that was kind of the... Like the same thing 
with Pizzagate is we saw a lot of their information get kind of wiped off the internet uh, as it kind of came up because it was considered unfounded with no evidence. But like obviously there what hasn't been like a super comprehensive investigation into either topic uh, because of the people that are kind of linked to it and they kind of just brush it off saying, well, we don't need to worry about that because there's no way it's true that some of these high profile people are linked to this situation because that's absurd because we love these people. But um, so they're just taking it down under the pretext that it's false information. And that's something I saw that people were very upset about online was saying that they're taking it down without any prior investigation, just saying, yep, it's false. Like, and when people say, well, how is it false? You haven't done anything. They say, well, it's just false. And my question is, do you guys, my question to the group, I should say, is what do you guys think about kind of like big media companies being able to censor things that are, because we've seen it with Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, like TikTok has kind of has done it as well. What do you guys think of that, of their ability to kind of just blanketly or like kind of just blanket take things off their, their forums? So obviously if you're anyone who's not from an authoritarian country, you're going to think censorship from the media is probably not a great thing. But in certain scenarios, I think it's important to remember that these are very, very high-profile individuals that we're dealing with. And when you become that high-profile and someone begins to ask questions about you or your doings, uh, it can very quickly turn from inquiring and being curious or noticing coincidences. It can turn very quickly into defamation, which... Any, any celebrity, any politician, if you come at them and you don't win your case, you're going to get smacked with a defamation lawsuit. Uh, Justin Bieber recently got hit with a sexual assault trial, uh, ended up not being convicted for one reason or another, and immediately turned it around on the woman who had accused him and sued her for $20 million for a defamation lawsuit. So... When dealing with these high-profile people, it's it's really hard to know what the right move is and know what to do, especially when you don't have any power yourself. Yeah, a little bit on that Justin Bieber one. The woman said that you know he sexually assaulted her by taking him taking her to his his like hotel room after this one concert and whatever, um, and then he was able to pull up receipts. Uh, pictures and videos of himself at a party that night with like the timestamps on I think it was like Twitter or Facebook or whatever it doesn't matter um he was able to pull up those timestamps and show that he wasn't with that woman at that time he might have met her there might have been a chance that they did actually meet she there was proof that she was at his concert that night but there was no evidence saying that she could have been with him because he was somewhere else you know and that i think that's justifiable when he's able to pull up those receipts and you know because you know cancel culture is a big thing and everybody's getting called out for something nowadays right um which we're not going to go into that today but there's there's a big you know threat on everybody's everything right and like eli was saying uh defamation um you know it's if you call somebody like flat out say someone is a pedophile which um Sometimes it is that is the case, but if you straight out call someone a pedophile and they are not a pedophile, they can sue you for defamation. Even if they actually are. 
Even well, if they act, yeah, even if they actually, it has to be hundred percent proven that they are a pedophile. And you know, the only people that in this that we've talked about that weren't pedophiles a hundred percent knowingly are, you know, the Clintons. You know, Jeffrey Epstein. That's that everything that he did was proven fact. Harvey Weinstein, everything he did, proven fact. Is he dead? Did he die in prison? He's in prison? Okay. Um, and then Jizz Lane, you know, everything's in that documentary. Everything there is that, um, you know. And then we talked about Pizzagate and that dude. And that's that's a huge coincidence. We're not saying anything, you know, out of there. And same with Wayfair, huge coincidence. Um, and then who else we talked about? Prince Andrew. That, that, that one's kind of like up there. But, you know, why... You know, why do your thing if you're going to do that other thing? So uh, back to the fact-checking that we were talking about on Facebook and other social media sites. Whether we agree with this or not, like social medias, you have the opportunity to sign up. They are private companies. You don't have to have a Facebook account. If you read the terms and conditions, Facebook has the rights to remove posts that they don't like. So whether they're covering up for somebody or not, by signing on with those terms and conditions to be able to have an account on their website, they're they're allowed to do that by their own contract. So whether we agree with that or not, that's within their rights. It's it's within their rights to remove things. Um, they and but they don't call it censorship because you know censorship in media is illegal. People people don't call it censorship because if you call it censorship, then yes, they can be taken. Uh, but yeah, so all of the um, all of these companies, they're not calling it censorship, which you know, makes it not censorship. Uh, they're just saying they're removing it because it is within their right to remove whatever they want. But yeah, so I, that that's one of the biggest things uh, that we all have to realize, like Joey said, like it, they can do whatever they want as long as they don't call it that. So I would say I agree with Eli. I encourage everyone that's listening or potentially not listening because this is only episode two. Shout out to those who aren't listening. We'll get you soon. But do uh, <laughs> do your own research. Look into these things on your own time. Uh, don't trust what five five or six people in a living room tell you at all times or any podcast you listen to. Like They may challenge your belief on something, but look it up on your own time and try to get your own information and then make your own beliefs and then go from there. I mean, we've done a fair bit of research. I'm not going to say that we're 100% right because – that's a foolish thing to do to always believe you're always right. But just from the information that we've seen, uh, we can kind of draw some of our own conclusions, but I encourage you to do the same, watch the same documentaries, uh, read the same, uh, articles online and just do it in your free time. I'd like to go on the record and say, that's not correct. I've never been wrong once in my life. That's false. (laughs) But yeah, I think this was a pretty successful, uh, cast today. Next time we talk, we will be talking about something else, so not human trafficking. So it'll probably be a a more lighthearted subject. It might be something way worse than human trafficking. We don't know yet, but once we figure that out, it'll be up. Tune in next time to find the perfect podcast because this was not it.